You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 077. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 77. But before I let you listen to this awesome episode, I wanted to let you know about some really exciting news that has surfaced in the podcast world. So if you listen to our show from an app on your phone, on your smartphone, and if you are using anything iOS related, meaning that it's iTunes or it's the podcast app for iPhone, we are so excited that now links in the show notes are live. So that means that if you're listening on your iPhone and you listen through the podcast app and you're listening to an episode and you see you know, our podcast icon, you can click on the icon to the point where you it will flip over and you will see podcast notes. And in those podcast notes, the link is live. So It hasn't actually filtered through all podcast platforms. So if you listen on Stitcher or on another podcast platform, check it out and see if the link is live. But we do know for a fact that links are live with um, iOS and with iTunes. So it's super exciting. So if we have conversation starters or things that we want feedback on from you, you can very easily click that link and immediately access our show page where you can actually comment and hang out with us and respond and it gives much more of an opportunity for us to connect. So we're super excited and hope to hear from you soon. Enjoy the episode. You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. time with you today silly <laughs> silly, silly. <laughs> hi baby hi baby you've been doing your research for the pod i have been i came up with a pretty good one you've got some sidekick duties yes i have my homework oh my gosh hey guys hey what's up people junkies in the house it is the joy junkie we're show. feeling a little silly today i'm I know. feeling squirrely i know we're gonna have to i don't know if it's just like the wrangling the squirrels it's the energy of the energy the energy <laughs> that's how you say it in spanish energy energy yes <laughs> that is ridiculous people are going to be going walking around going energy ha- hashtag white folk <laughs> oh my god how embarrassing um <clears throat> i am the hyoyanki we digress yeah we do um what was i saying uh, i don't remember something about squirrels close oh my god okay so welcome to the show everybody we're gonna get into some really heavy topics here we're actually gonna talk about some really awesome stuff today i'm i'm really excited about it we're just oh i i remember i was gonna say it feels like it's the energy of the weekend oh i always get squirrely like (laughs) well it is friday i know because i know i'm always gonna have whiskey for sure whiskey almost always on friday yeah and whiskey why are you over enunciating the h <laughs> Ooh, let me have some of that cool whip what'd you say you can't have a pie without cool whip cool whip cool whip yeah 
You mean Cool Whip? Yeah, Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Cool Whip. You're saying it weird. Why are you putting so much emphasis on the H? What are you talking about? I'm just saying it. Cool Whip. You put Cool Whip on pie. Pie tastes better with Cool Whip. Say Whip. Whip. Now say Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Cool whip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, that's great. All right. So uh, for those of you who hang out with us all the time, you know we typically will do one week on life-related topics, you know, kind of general self-help empowerment shiznit and then yeah. the next week we'll do stuff related to relationships and um love. so love <laughs> so today we got a topic of love love this Doctor. is a good one four ways to increase intimacy in your relationship i love it i've been talking a lot about intimacy lately and i really think that it deserves an entire pod so that's what is coming at you today, but before we do, we you know got our new segment that we're trying out, and um, that's right. We okay, so here's the dilemma. I'm just gonna be totally transparent with you guys. Here's the dilemma we have: we record a lot of our podcasts really early, and then we that way I have like kind of an arsenal of pods, and then I'm able to program them up and get them produced, edit them, um, and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, get <clears> them <throat> all fancy. So. We're asking you guys for feedback on this stuff, but chances are you're going to hear a couple of episodes before we get the feedback. Before on we actually get the yeah, feedback, yeah, yeah. so just know we're listening to you. Yeah, we just we just haven't got your comments just yet because this is in the future. Yeah, <laughs> which is a, is a little weird, right? It's odd, yeah, it's hard to even articulate. So you have two choices for this new segment of ours that we've been putting together. We basically we need a jingle for it. Gotta have a jingle. So Mr. Smith has a great voice. I do not. And so he is going to record a new jingle for this brand new segment. And maybe we should even have you do one for like the regular content. What do you mean? Like when we segue out of the oh, okay. would you rather into like con- love topic or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Today we've got a love topic. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll do the I'll do the uh, love boat theme song. Or maybe it can be, it's either going to be get your shit together or get your relationship together. Okay. I don't know. We'll figure that uh, out. We'll figure that out. One, yeah. one thing at a time. Way to brainstorm on air. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's going, um. <laughs> All right. So, would you rather? Would you rather? So, we, uh, I've come up with two jingles. And I'd like you to chime in on which one you prefer. Okay. okay? Jingle one. Jingle one is... What would you rather? <laughs> I cannot look at you when you do that. Don't look at me. Okay. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. What would you rather? <laughs> That's your first one. Jingle one. That's jingle one. All right. Let's hear jingle, jingle two. Jingle two is would you rather? <laughs> and I know your eyebrows are up when you do that. Would you rather? <laughs> yeah. You got to put your and you got to get your shoulders into it. Yeah. Would you rather? You got to shoulder it. Got to shoulder it. Yeah. So we asked you guys this last week. We're asking it again this week. We're trying to get lots of info. So here's what we need you to do. We need you to go to thejoyjunkie.com slash 77. That's where this episode is housed. And in the comments, Facebook or regular comments, doesn't matter. Tell us, I like Jingle 1. I vote for Jingle 2, whichever one. And tell us your answer to the would you rather of the day, which is... We need a little drum roll in there. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, no, didn't work. I thought I meant edit one in. Oh, oh, oh. Um, <laughs> ew, <geez. laughs> ew. You don't get elitist with me. No. All right. Would you rather live with no internet or live with no shoes? Oh, oh. <laughs> I was. I, I said this one's going to be harder for the ladies because they love their shoes. I man. love if, and and also being five one. Right. I right. love me at least a right. little kitten heel. And there's some crazy shit to step on out there. Like imagine you could never like if it said no shoes, no service, you couldn't go in. Wow. <laughs> but you'd have internet. I I don't think I think I could. Gosh, and then you're going to have like Flintstone feet that are oh, all like. Oh, for sure. You'll be a fucking hobbit after a while. And they'll be like f- all flattened out and callous. <laughs> Get some hair on them. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, ladies. That's what we like. But could, but could I wear those cute like um, decorative. I could wear like jewelry on my you feet. your question. <laughs> you get no internet or no shoes. I think I would go for the actually no shoes. I I cannot imagine not having internet. Well, you run your business on the internet. I do. I just, I, I, like, like, listen to me. I was like paralysis if I didn't have the internet. I like not wearing shoes anyway. So I think I'd go no shoes. Yeah, I think I would Even if I didn't have the internet. Yeah. You know? Oh my God. What what about you junkies? We need to Internet or shoes? Yeah. Your choice. What would you rather? And uh, thejoyjunkie.com slash 77. Let us hear. And tell us jingle one or jingle two. Okay, so let's talk about four ways to increase intimacy in your relationship. And I think um, I've been having lots of discussions about this. I did a, a guest podcast for my bestie over on her podcast. And um, we were talking about intimacy and friendships and things like that. And so I've been kind of discussing this lately. And I think there's two things that come up for people when they hear that word typically and that is either it's related to sex yes or it's equivalent to sex or it's fucking scary like it equates pain or something like vulnerable being weak Mm -hmm. it equates something kind of fear-based or scared you know something scary what's the definition of intimacy oh my gosh that's so funny that you asked because i have it right here on my notes that i'm going to start off with the definition oh, there we go. Of See, in fact, because I thought I thought that would be a really good idea. Like, what what does it even mean? Yeah, to me, it means um, a closeness, not necessarily sexuality. Like, sexuality and sensuality are two different things. Totally. Right. Uh, yeah. It's so, related to the senses. Right, and intimacy just means that there is a closeness, an intimate connection. Right. Right. So, yeah, exactly. So, if you look up the word intimate, associated in close personal relations, uh, characterized by or involving warm friendship or a personally close or familiar association or feeling, um, very private, closely personal, um, let's see, warmly cozy. Warmly cozy. Like an intimate little cafe. Or an intimate blanket. <laughs> I would never call it that. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then it, it one of the definitions is engaged engaged in or characterized by sexual relations, but that's not the only definition. It even, yeah. you know, I thought this was interesting. It, relating to clothing, 
intimate clothing is worn next to the skin, like intimate apparel. Mm-hmm. And so I started thinking about that and I thought, okay, intimacy is really like close to the heart, close right. to the skin, the the under level instead of this <laughs> over level, you know, the outer layers, right? It's the gotcha. under layer. So I kind of thought, okay, that's cool. So we go through life where a lot of people just see the outer layer. Mm. And then we have a handful of people in our world who see that under layer, the intimate apparel, right? The intimate piece of who we are. So I really think that it can be defined as as a knowing, like a true knowing. Um, So the people I feel really intimately connected with are the ones who I really, really know. And to really know someone, I think it's a vast amount of categories. It's um, it's their hopes, their dreams, their fears, what they find funny, what they care about, what their passions are. Gotcha. Um, their data, like when they were data. their birth date. Okay. You know, like you know their data. You know what they are, what their job is. You know What's that their favorite color, their middle name. Like you know them. Sure. There's an intimate knowing. So there's a lot of ways to foster that inside of your marriage or your partnership, your relationship, without it being really, really scary. Because mm-hmm. uh, here's, here's what I think is the biggest advantage. So the amount of vulnerability that you are willing to experience inside of a relationship is directly related to the amount of intimacy you will experience. Very true. So for instance, if you are hell-bent on keeping all your walls up, even with friendships, you will have that equivalency of intimacy in those partnerships, in those relationships. They'll most likely be relatively surface. Right. So if you're, like, let's say you're in um, in a relationship and you want to really create a lot of intimacy with that person, but you've got all these walls up. That's not, a sexual relationship? Yeah, like okay. a like a marriage or part, okay. you know, yeah, okay. intimate partnership, I guess. Like a guy, ooh, it can ah, be anything. Intimate <laughs> partnership. You're like, you're like, uh, like <laughs> this partnership that you know really well. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about like a marriage, boyfriend girlfriend that type of thing. Okay. So if you're all walls up and you have all this past shit that is you know giving you lots of fear and you're scared to get close, but you want something intimate, but you're not willing to break down any of your vulnerability. They're directly equal. Like you will get right. the, that equivalency of intimacy, period. And that will transcend in all areas. Your sexual connection with that person will have walls around it. Um, how you grow and develop with one another. How you share your spirituality with one another. It's all less intimate if you are less vulnerable. Yeah. Or it won't be a very long relationship or it won't be as um, as robust as it could be. Right, right, exactly. And But here's the thing, is so many people are scared of vulnerability and scared of intimacy because they think that it equates hurt because it may have in the past. Like they may have opened up to somebody in the past who hurt them. Right. And so they operate from a place of fear and instead of a place of fulfillment, like what could be possible if I actually was vulnerable? And yeah. It's, it's very, very interesting how that works because most of the time we just build up walls after we have hurt and experience and then we have this weird craving for intimacy but don't have the ability to get there because of our own issues about yeah. vulnerability. So anyway, what I want to underscore is that even though there is risk 
in being vulnerable. Like, for instance, you and I, we are walls down. We are like in deep to the point where there's so much vulnerability and so much intimacy. There is extreme risk because I could destroy you tomorrow. Take it easy. Same way (laughs) that got a C. The way you you could just destroy me. Sure. Like, but. In a heartbeat. Absolutely. But risk equals reward, right? If you're any kind of, if you've done any investing or anything like that, you have to take a risk in order to get the reward. Exactly. Right? So if you build up walls, then you're putting yourself at a disadvantage for those awards that you could be getting, those rewards. And I think what what's really important to underline here is to make sure that you're choosing intimacy and vulnerability with the right person. Yeah. Because it's yeah. not, I'm not saying like, go bear your soul to every Tom, Dick, and Harry that's out there and hope that you don't get hurt. Yeah. But you never know. You know, like you never, I mean, how many times have you heard, I really thought I knew that person. Right. But you I know? would rather experience that, would you rather? I would ex- <laughs> rather experience ups and downs and hurts and, you know. Absolutely. Just, you know, than to never know what it's like to deeply know sure. somebody. That's part of the human condition. Period. Yeah. So, so anyway, I'm just saying, if you're desiring that, that might, there might be a little bit of work for you to do in how exposed am I willing to be mm-hmm. if you're craving intimacy? If you're not, like whatever, then why are you listening? But <laughs> <laughs> um, right, go ahead and uh, go listen to some other pod. But here's the thing. It doesn't have to be like, okay, I'm going to share all my deepest fears or I'm going to l- let him see me totally naked right now with bright lights on. Like it, you don't have to jump into the scary, scary, vulnerable, intimate things right away. Okay. There's a very small – remember – Intimacy is just about really knowing somebody. Right. So you can take baby steps in that regard. So I've got a couple of things that I think would be really fun ways to start creating a little more intimacy in your relationship that don't feel so fucking scary. Cool. All right. So the first one is to create a daily ritual. You guys know I love fucking daily rituals. Love a little ritual. Yeah. Where you check in with your partner regarding feelings. And this, again, you, you don't have to do it daily, but I would highly suggest that you just start asking each other how you feel about things more. Expression, expressing your emotions and how you feel about something is pretty intimate. Yes. yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a real basic way to start digging deep. So, like, let's say you and your partner are in this real habit of always just being like, how'd that interview go today? How'd it go? And just asking, like, how was your day? How was this? How'd that meeting go with so-and-so? Right. Good. Fine. Is way different than asking somebody like, hey, how'd you feel about that conversation? Yeah. You know, I have something to add to that and you can, I'd like to get your input on it. Yeah. Um, I took a, a course on the psychology of selling a long time ago. Yeah. And one of the things that they said was there's two types of people. There's feelers and thinkers. Hmm. You know, there's also a caveat. There's a third kind that do feeling and thinking. But the words that you say to people will um, will elicit the response that you want, right? So if you say, how do you feel, and they're not feelers, then they'll kind of put up a wall already. Right. But if, if, you, say, if you say to a thinker, what do you think about blah, 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 blah? Yeah. It, then it, it connects for them. So a lot of people that are difficult feelers or they don't really express their emotions mm-hmm. real clearly, you might use the vocabulary of think instead of feel. That's a great idea. Yeah, and that because that just comes down to 
knowing your partner well. Right. Exactly. Um, so that's great because there are people who are way more logical. Yeah. And that might be your avenue to gain a little more intimacy with them right. or to find out what they feel, you know? Right. Because through think. Through think. Yeah. yeah. Because they'll say, well, uh, I think what's really happening there is this. Right. Instead of saying, I feel it doesn't resonate as well for them. Right. But if they Great say, I point. think, then it clicks. Yeah. But I think that it is, it's a good habit to get into. Um, so you and I do that really consistently. Like, tell me about your day to day. Like, right, right. how do you feel about it? Or, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll check in all the time about how do you, usually we say feel like, or how do you feel that that went? Yeah. Um, that could be because of me. Cause I'm such a feeler. Oh, we're both feelers though. Yeah. 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 Um, but if you can create some sort of daily ritual, like where you debrief your day, so not just a, and that's where you should start flexing that muscle of getting more intimate conversation going instead of just a, uh, a summary of what happened over your day. Like, what was the best part of it? What was the best part of your day? Right. And then you can start gaining like, oh, it really lights him up to, you know, just have a nice quiet lunch by himself out in the green area outside of his work. And then it's like, oh, I'm getting to know him oh, a little better. Yeah, Maybe I he didn't would want like, a picnic or yeah, yeah. what about that do you love? You know, what? You know, I really like being outside or whatever. And then you start to have conversations that are way more deep than just factual information. I did this. I went to there. You know, it's like the kids. a lot. Yeah, the logistics of your day. Yeah. You know, when you're asking your kids, like, how was school? Fine. Like, that does nothing. Same thing with your partner. You know? Same thing with your partner. All right. So, second thing. Get to know each other. And I've got a bunch of ideas on how to do that. Because I think... For many of us, we get stuck in these ruts. You know, it's so easy to just come home, how is work, blah, blah, blah. So, but these are very simple ways to to create intimacy, to get to know each other better. In fact, my um my best friend, she instead of asking her kids, How was school today? She says, Tell me your the best part of your day today. I love it. You know, or tell me what you're thankful for. Or right. you know more specific. Yeah. yeah. And so it gets more information. But same thing about getting to know each other. Um it's very simple. You have to continue to date and care and be interested and cultivate conversation. So Go there's a couple the easy, easy ways to do this. Um, one of my favorites is doing would you rathers. Would you rather? Exactly. Or. Oh, well, shit. What was that? <laughs> it was. Um, what would you rather? <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so that's something that we newly started doing where so this is for those of you who are like, I can't do a date night every week. We can't get a babysitter or we can't do this or can't, can't, can't. All these reasons why I can't create meaning in my relationship. Won't. Won't. Is it that's what you really mean. Yeah. I won't make the time because everybody, everybody can lay in bed for 20 minutes with one another and pull something up on their smartphone about would you rather and laugh about like, oh yeah, because you care so, like you and I, I care so much about aesthetics and image and fashion and so anything related to clothing freaks me out, right? The shoes thing, I'm like, oh, I don't know. (laughs) Um, And so we get to know each other better through those fun little games like that. So Everybody has time for that. (laughs) Everybody, Everybody got, got time, time for, for that. that. Ain't nobody got time for that. 
Oh my gosh, that's great. They love sweet brown. Sweet brown. <clears throat> um, but yeah, everybody does have time for that. So it's a matter of just putting a little effort into it. Another thing we did years ago um, was a list of 100 things I don't know about you. And you can Google this, find it online, whatever you want. But you can find all these various lists that are just like thought-provoking questions to talk about with your spouse. Mm-hmm. And so we, we did. You you had typed these all up and did like a bunch of different categories. we break those out again. We should. We yeah. totally should because it would change yeah. by now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what, what we did is I kept that list in my purse all the time. And then when we would we would go out to a restaurant, we would pick like four of the questions and just have a conversation about it. Or we would just start going through them. And yeah. And however many we got through, we got through. Yeah, we would just – yeah, <clears throat> exactly. Um, I wonder where those are now. But I got them filed. I got it up in the file cabinet. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you could also do that really easily now with the technology we have. Just pull it up on your iPad sure. or iPhone or whatever. There's probably a ton of lists of things like that. And just do some questions. There's a couple other, like there's uh, the book of questions, which is great. Yeah. You just open that up. And they have a couple of different editions, like book of questions, sex and intimacy, book of questions, relationship, or whatever. Um, another thing we like to do uh, is we'll do what we call drive and dream. Drive a dream. And we haven't done that for a while. We should do that. I know. But where we'll drive into some... pause inspiring me. Oh, good. <laughs> Hashtag inspiration. Yeah. Um, we'll go into really, really wealthy, affluent neighborhoods up in the hills where we live. And we will dream about these different, like if we had these like rolling estates with, you know, like, tennis ooh, courts and. Yeah, like this one because it has blah, blah, blah. Yeah, right. and that you I know the design of this. Yeah, and, and then we would say we would say like, oh well, w- would you want to have, would you want to have like a fitness room? You know, like what are the rooms you would want to have? Right, right. And then we you get to know what's really important. Well, mm-hmm. I really want a man cave. Really, tell me more about that. Like, I just want that whatever. Or, oh, look at that terrace. Do you think we would host like the most amazing parties out there? I don't know, babe. I get nervous around parties. Yeah. Like, who would you, would you invite? Saying? Who would you invite? Yeah. So it's just about. All it is at the simplest level is creating conversation about shit that really matters and gets you to know somebody at that under level, that deeper yeah. level, not just the surface level. Yeah. So, um, I love it. I think that's everything that I had under, would you rather 100 things? Yeah. I wrote favorites. I don't know what that is about. I don't know what, I don't know. What's your favorite? Oh, oh yeah, maybe just getting to know their favorite things. Favorite things, yeah. Um, but that's really all of those are super simple. Yeah, and anyone can do it, and that even could be um, your daily ritual where you do a question of the day. Yeah, before you go to bed, or while you're having coffee in the morning, right? Or even via text or during or, sex. Oh my no. god, <laughs> <laughs> honey, what's your favorite color? Uh, really, like right now. <laughs> but you can do this kind of stuff. You know, I'm always talking about what really creates longevity in relationship is maintaining things on a daily basis and continuing to do this. Yeah. So there's a lot of times when just whatever, we'll be watching TV or something and we just ask each other questions like, what do you think about that? About that chick being like this to that guy on that show. Right, right. Or, you know, we, we just. What would you do if you were in that situation? Yes. Yeah. 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 So really, really simple ways to start to get to know each other better, which again, is creating that intimate under level to your relationship. Um, Third thing, practice physical intimacy. 
And uh, I, yes, please. Yes, please. And I'm not necessarily talking about just sex. I mean, obviously sex, but um, basic touching and affection. Like if we think about, you know, being intimately close to somebody, you're comfortable in their physical space. Yeah. So, um, very true. and you know, you might have a partner who, who really is uncomfortable with like public displays of affection and stuff like that. I'm not necessarily talking about that. I'm talking about, um, Hey honey, how was your day? And actually touching each other instead of, um, or tell me about your day, tell me your favorite part of your day, whatever, and actually touching touching their shoulder and saying like, tell me, and looking them in the eye versus as you're folding laundry and screaming at the kids, so how was your day, baby? Like, yeah. There's yeah, no yeah. physical touch. There's, there's no yeah. connection. There's no, we're not in each other's intimate space. Yeah. Uh, the example of folding laundry while yelling at the kids doesn't really give a good... Um, platform for getting the information. It's more of just uh, going through the motions ask of asking the question. Where if you're really interested in how the person's day goes or has gone, you look them in the eye. You sit down. You pay attention. You put your phone down. You know. Yeah. You don't. You, you give them some intimate focus. Yeah, and that might be a new ritual that you create, a new rule that you create. So I could see us doing this. Like if we had a had kids running around the house and they were demanding and you just got home, I could see us being like disappear into the bathroom really quick and me look in your eyes and be like, how are you? Lock them in a cage. And and I'm saying just, <laughs> just 15 seconds. Yeah. Like not. It doesn't have. Yeah, exactly. But it's creating intimacy where I could grab your hands and be like, how are you? Yeah. You know what? I'm good, you know? And just even physically looking at each other in the eyeballs. Like, just take a quick little inventory of how frequently you and your partner look at each other in the eyeballs. Like, I really think that'll be very tough. That's a physical, intimate thing. Like, you, you watch people who are really uncomfortable with intimacy, and they won't look you in the eyes. Right. For sure. So that's a basic physical muscle that you can flex to yeah. start creating more intimacy in your partnership yeah so don't do that on the train or on the bus you know don't, don't just start staring people down right that's not what i'm talking about and again <laughs> it's being careful who you're intimate with right like stabbed. do you want them to be <laughs> exactly um but even in just incorporating touch more frequently um holding hands yeah. Even if it's like under the table at dinner mm-hmm. or touching your spouse's leg under the table at dinner or while you're watching TV with family, touching your partner. Yeah. Um, Yay. All of it. I love it. Or I'm thinking of you as somebody, you know, we have that every day where we, when we leave for the day, we always have like an intimate connection where we hug and it's seriously like maybe, maybe 10, 15 seconds. Uh, yeah. Seconds. Yeah. And we always look at each other in the eye. We always feel one another. We get really present and we just kind of well wish each other on our day. Well wish. I like that. But it's an intimate connection. It's physically close. It's the deeper level. It takes seconds. But it's a great way to maintain that over, over time. We've done that yeah. for years. And it gives me strength throughout my day too. It's like, ah, yay. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm not going to get into a bunch of the um, sexual stuff because I really wanted to make this about intimacy outside of that. Outside of sexuality. But even in the bedroom and stuff like, or or, uh, let's say even out of the bedroom, okay? Like stuff like massage, 
you know, massaging each other's hands or shoulders or um, even just really gentle. Like I touch your face all the time. Like I just enjoy looking at you mm-hmm. and like, and I'm telling you guys, this takes fucking seconds, but I just look and I'm like, God, I just enjoy looking at your face, you know, and just that's intimate touch, you guys. Like it can be so incredibly basic, but it's the compound effect. Multiply that times how many gestures of those per day. Multiply that times how many years you're together and the intimacy and the connection and the comfortableness that you create in each other's physical space mm-hmm. is absolutely profound. <clears throat> it's absolutely profound. Um, because you're like, I never feel like, oh my God, you're too close to me or scared right, to, right. for you to see me in a certain way or, you know, like we, it creates intimacy in the bedroom and in other ways, it, like all sorts of things. Yeah. Because we've created this habit of being intimate, intimately close physically. Um, with Maybe our, not when they're on the toilet. With our feelings. Yeah. But we're not beyond being like, hey, <laughs> no, pooper. That's true. <laughs> okay. Touche. Oh, TMI at the Joy Junkie Show. Um, and then the fourth one, which is um, probably the hardest of all of these. So I would say if you're in a place where your relationship might not be at this level or you're with somebody who's very much a thinker in it, or for whatever reason in their past or their history, they have a very, very hard time opening up. Start with these fun things. Start with the fun, get to know you stuff, the games. Like could we do a fun little daily ritual of – staring contest or you know something like that start with the fun stuff but if you're at a deeper level start practicing vulnerability and one of the biggest ways i think you can do this is by really sharing with your partner the shit that scares you your fears and again this comes with the caveat of this is not for the new relationship, the people who are taking baby steps. This is for like, I'm ready to take my intimacy to the next level. Right. right? Okay. So I just want to be clear about that. But that for you to speak your fears into the ears of somebody who really loves and supports you is incredibly vulnerable and incredibly intimate. So that's, it's something to consider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, well, if, if, Shouldn't that be the person that knows those things anyway? It should be. Right? But we don't... I, I've been around this conversation around relationships long enough to know that there's plenty of people who don't even fucking talk to one another anymore. Yeah. You know? like they, And a lot of that is through their daily practice has changed over right. the years where they don't take care of their relationship. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Right. But... Um, but if you... You know, I think the, the vulnerability is like... If I tell this person my deepest, darkest secret or fear, um, now they have something on me. Mm-hmm. If if this goes wrong, they can pull that out. Mm-hmm. You know, right. which is being motivated through fear. Right, right. But that's what I'm saying. Like that's the that's the thought process that goes through a lot of people's minds. And again, it was mine for a long time. And again, why I think it's incredibly important that before you do that, you are clear that this is somebody who you want to progress intimately with. Sure, somebody that's trustworthy. This is not like I have one foot in, one foot out. Let me tell this person all my fears. Right. I'm talking about we're in a good place in our relationship. Let's continue to get more and more intimate. You know? Perfect, yeah. Because um, I agree with you. 
you know, and that that's why this is like advanced, yes, <laughs> deeper shit. Because if you guys aren't in a place, even from a personal development place, where you are super <clears throat> jealous and you have lots of insecurities, and so you lash out and make your partner wrong, then this kind of shit is fodder. It's the ammunition. Sure, if you, so you if you're immature, some, or if they're immature, right, and don't know how to handle that information. Yeah, sure. So when I look at that, I'm like. Mm, your issues are not really intimacy. Your issues are a shit ton of other things. Right, right. Right, because intimacy can't develop unless both people feel safe. You need to be in a relationship where you feel safe with that person, not safety related to your own insecurities. Like, I have a hard time because of past abuse or past relationships or my parents or whatever. That's your own shit. Right. But if it's because of the history of your relationship with that person – that they haven't supported you, they haven't been able to carry your deepest fears, they haven't, then that's a different issue altogether. So right. be clear, am I afraid of vulnerability because this person has given me reason to be? Or is it because it's my own shit? Yeah. My own sure. antiquated historical stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's different. So that's a good place to actually gain some clarity there too. Um, but I would say consider letting them in. To your fears. Consider letting them into what scares you. Um, I find that for men, this is one of the biggest challenges because you never, it's perceived as weak. Right. Anything you're scared of, anything you have fears of, it, we don't live in a society in any way that supports men being vulnerable at all. So if you are in that situation, women hold your men gracefully like allow him to speak that in in like recognize what that takes and again this is a blanket statement this could be totally vice versa yeah um but opposite for men like know that that's okay like it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay to show who you are you can still troubleshoot you can still surmount it um but anyway that's it's, it's something to think about like really getting clear and, and really sharing your feelings, your emotions, just in general. It doesn't necessarily have to be fears yeah. or scared. Things are scared advice, about. Great advice. Great advice. So, yeah. Handful of ways to increase your intimacy in your relationship. I, I think it, it could be actually really fucking fun. I hope you guys had your pencils and pens out. I do too. That was yeah. great. Oh, and don't forget to swing by thejoyjunkie.com slash 77 and tell us which jingle you want and your would you rather answer for the day. Yeah. Um, And while you're there, you can let us know if there's any topics you want discussed on the podcast. Just click on the podcast page. Also, we hugely appreciate iTunes reviews. If you can scoot over there and jump through all those hoops, we'd really appreciate it. So we will talk to you next week. And here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out.